If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Melro 210, a quarantine sideshow yeah! of the We Hate Movies podcast, wherein we ask you to remain indoors, but put on your sunscreen because we're going to the West Coast here for a little bit. I am here with my best fucking friends in the world, some good dudes from other neighborhoods. Chris Cabin. Hi, hi. Eric Siska. So, you know, everyone has like this catchphrase now. I need to figure one out, and I was thinking maybe. Howdy, partner. Wasn't like a cowboy. <laughs> I oh, I like that. That's, 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 that's not too bad. Owen hey, Wilson was a cowboy in those uh, uh, Night at the Museum movies. Oh, wow. He was also a cowboy in Shanghai Nights. And or speak- Shanghai Noon, excuse me. Are you and- wearing your 10 galloner there, Eric? <laughs> I, I am. It's uh, attached oh. to my buttocks as a oh. diaper. <laughs> nice. And uh, Andrew Jupin. Yo! Somebody out there is like, he's not saying it. He's not going to say it. Oh, my God. He's going to fuck it up, that fat idiot. <laughs> uh, we are speaking of fat idiots. We I like that idiot. listener, by the way. That, that's a cool <laughs> listener. Yeah, that dude rules. Uh, we are listening to... You are listening to us, but we're going to be talking about... Uh, we're not Mel- listening to you. <laughs> At that all. listener yeah, I, didn't happen. I wish we could. The, the, uh, yes, the WHM surveillance state. <laughs> you know what? I'm into it. And now that I got the power, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go, dude. Turn it uh, right around, huh? You got the touch. Yeah. Uh, one man and a baby. Beverly Hills 90210 episode uh, is a 12 season one original air date January the 24th, 1991. Uh, yeah, we're dealing. It's a, it's, it's a, this is just such a wafer thin episode. Like. There's no interpersonal relationships. This happens a lot with Brandon specifically because, like, he doesn't really have a serious quote-unquote girlfriend until, like, the next season he gets a couple of serious girlfriends, and those are, like, story arcs. Is he ever ever with any of the, obviously not Brenda, I'll stop you right there, (laughs) Eric? (laughs) What? Because here's the question. Is he ever with any of, like, the main cast women yes he gets he gets together with one of the cast members i see uh, and 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 a couple of people become cast members after they start dating him yada 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 oh, oh i uh, see quick question is that yeah. um i'm gonna guess i think i i think i might have this right on the money cindy walsh 
God damn, Eric, you're good. I mean, it doesn't get said enough. You're fucking good. Son of a bitch. That's right. uh, well, my favorite part, my favorite line of this whole episode is when Brenda, and I was jumping ahead a, a lot, but when Brenda is like, have fun with mom, which she's kind of making fun about uh, yep. his new girlfriend. And then Cindy's right behind him like, oh, good. What are we doing, Brandon? Dude, and then he just leaves and it's just like, <laughs> well, I guess I'll go kill myself. It's a classic Cindy moment. Oh um, my god! Hey, opening credit thing. I just want to say it's not—it's no new observations, other than the following. Here we are rotting away in quarantine, uh, doing this show, and we record just a little inside baseball for all the listeners out there. We record the nine hundred two one episodes, nine hundred two one zero episodes on Friday afternoons. So here we are, Friday, June the twelfth, and I have to say. The Friday uh, ritual of hearing that fucking theme song saxophone, <laughs> it has become so soothing to me it, that, like, I sat there this morning, like, just now, and I was like, oh, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> it's I think it's, it's become, like, a way to tell time for me. I'm, like, yep. I'm watching 90210 and this morning. I'm like, it's Friday. The weekend is here. Exactly. And because, like, I, as much as I want to keep watching... I can't blow ahead because of the show. So, like, this is my only day of the week I get to watch 90210. It's a kind of, it's kind of a 5 o'clock whistle for me as well because I'm doing, like, uh, we got summer Fridays, and I'll yep. put this on right when I'm done working, and it's like, oh, it's the weekend, baby. Let's look at Jenny Gart's incredibly pale body Absolutely. as we do the theme song. I it's got a it, fucking jazz cigarette waiting for the second that this ends. Yeah, it's she, the best. She, it's like the big cheesy saxophone just comes in. That's <laughs> yep. really it for me. It's uh, awesome. the rest. I, I don't. I, the percussion, all that can go away. I just need the big fucking sax. <laughs> Jenny is, Garth is kind of unsettling, though, and in, in, in a complimentary <laughs> way. Like it's too bad she wasn't in any in any Lynch film or anything. Oh yeah, she's got a very she, Lynchian vibe. Oh, it's like this yeah. weird, like super China doll paleness that right. she has going and on. Yet she's kind of like very Americana at the same time. She could have fucking worked a shift or two at the double R, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it it is funny because she's like, oh, I think they do this early on. It's like, oh, Kelly's going tanning again. I'm like, when? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And that's kind of hilarious. You think that they would like be like, you know, hey, Jenny Garth, you're living in California here. You're supposed to be this rich girl. What's that? Get in the old tanning bed. What do you say? <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Garth is probably some sort of Irish situation. That's my guess. Oh, that's right. She'd fucking burst into flames singing one of those things. <laughs> Hi, like Jenny. A- Hi, Jenny. It's accounting. Uh, yeah. Why do you have it in your writer that you need to have blackout curtains everywhere? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just need to know. Only filming after sundown. Uh, yeah, so this I, 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 to finish my earlier thought, this is like one of those episodes which it bugs me because it's like... We spend so much real estate on a character we'll never see again. Yes. And that's Brandon's girlfriend of the week. And it's like, mm. okay, here's her problem. Oh, we solved it sort of, kind of, and learned about something else. Goodbye. And the whole, like, notion, because, like, yeah, you know, we can jump around, whatever. But the very last scene is him being, you know, she's like, this episode is Brandon dates a girl that has a child, by the Thank way. You, so, so, so she's like, you know, oh, I think I need to spend more time with Joey, the other little boy. Um, you know, so you know, maybe we'll see each other around. He's like, yeah, I'll see you around. And I'm like, don't lie. I'm never going <laughs> to see this face again in my life. Exactly. Uh, he so also, we st- he makes a joke about like visitation rights at that scene. And it definitely <laughs> does. That's uncomfortable. Yes, absolutely. Legally, you have no right to see this child, Brandon. Stand Ever. down. Stand down, sir. We we start uh, there. It's Brandon, again, like, just sort of drifting through life. He's sitting under a tree eating his lunch. 
and this girl is next to him who's attractive and he's say, she's singing this song and he's like could you keep it down dude this fucking piggish <laughs> first interaction he has with this girl hey it, is this a public performance or should I pretend I'm not listening? Hey, yeah, dude, she's ready to fucking S your D after that line. Hey, everybody, everybody, listen to her sing. No, go on. <laughs> go on. <laughs> now that you have all of our attention, <laughs> stupid. The real neg situation. Big time. That's Brandon's move. Uh, she falls for it. She's like, oh, sorry. Uh, and he put like grabs the book out of her and he's like, Harvard, huh? You think you're gonna get in there, idiot? Dude, it's made all it's made all the better by the fact that they have dressed Jason Priestley in a fucking primo Canadian tuxedo mm. in this scene. Yeah, Absolutely. it's not bad. It is weird that he grabbed her head and started knocking on her head, saying, "Anyone home in there?" <laughs> Calling her McFly like that. It was so weird. It's bizarre. Um, hey, extra alert! By the way, I got a couple extra oh, alerts in I, this I think, episode. I think, we're gonna, I think we're gonna, you're gonna read off one of my notes. Go right ahead. Ooh, okay. I don't know because it's a, it's a few seconds back. It's right as we're getting like the establishing shot of Jason Priestley under the tree, where he's just showing people walking across the campus. There is a guy wearing a completely unseasonable yep. huge ski jacket thank yep. you oh you caught it yes <laughs> what the fuck is that guy's problem well, you know i think they're trying i think this episode's supposed to be in winter this aired in january right and yeah i think the canadian tuxedo well, is brandon's winter wear it yeah it's fall because you see a lot of leaves on the ground they make a point of like showing there's a bunch of leaves on the ground but like is this guy just like he gets in the shade he's like <laughs> i mean this guy the jacket that this guy was wearing is what you take to go downhill skiing it's that and he's got a big fucking bill belichick uh hooded sweatshirt underneath it like without a zipper it's like dude where are you coming from and or going it's insane he's uh, taking off gloves as he gets in the shot <laughs> Uh, he meets her. Her name is, I want to say it's Melissa, right? Let me put yep. this up. Yeah, it's Melissa. And, you know, they, they kind of hit it off a little bit. She wa- she winds up leaving. And he's like, hey, you dropped something. You, you oh, dropped. Oh. And it's her Latin paper. And dude. Then he go- dude, he starts playing fucking high school detective, and it's a little uncomfortable. It's so insane. But I got to tell you, this, this, like, him finding the paper on the ground is the first of two times in this episode Brandon lazily tries to get someone's attention like that because he sees this paper and he's like, oh, wait a minute. You forgot something. Yeah, definitely. And like they cut and she's like 50 yards away. Come on, dude. Like get up off your duff and go give it to her. The best thing about this is there is a uh, there's a mark. Uh, she got an A plus on this paper, by the way. Good going, Melissa. Uh, <laughs> the teacher, I guess, like Mrs. Fedge uh wrote you should write for caesar <laughs> julius caesar you you an 18 yeah. year old should might, write for caesar he, he not sid caesar julius caesar yes julius caesar because he might have retained his power if he had the insight of a teenage girl maybe that teacher had heard about what happened a couple towns over in san dimas you know what i mean like there's yep. there's those kids they brought they had a, a lot of fun that one weekend maybe she can go back and write for caesar i don't know steve you should definitely work for napoleon uh, that's where you belong that's where you should be i personally would like to intern with socrates yeah. <laughs> Is this because she got a lot of knives in her back with, uh, you know, socially speaking in this Her school? shithead fucking friends we see in it's one awkward scene. Um, so uh, he winds up using, and I, I, 
my I didn't have this, but my brother's my older brother's school had this, which is a school directory that had everyone's phone number in it. Did you guys nope. have it to this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it seems like a dangerous thing. That is a jerky boy's dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I that's I, why that stopped. Chris, I don't think we had that, did Absolutely we? Absolutely not. Maybe no. parents did. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we just, kids certainly didn't have that sitting around. I remember my, my high school, my brother's high school. He brought he brought his thing, uh, brought it back, and we would just go through. We didn't prank anybody, but you just look look at this asshole because it had their picture next to it and everything. So it was <laughs> oh. like, oh, look at this asshole. Look at that asshole. Look well, at that asshole. Well, we do know that Brandon runs the roost at the Walsh household. So maybe he went up to Jim and said, hey, Jim, give me the fucking directory. <laughs> Dad, you're never going to use this. Well, Brendan, I don't know if you should have this really. Dad, Jim, give me the directory. All right, Jim. all right, Brandon, just make sure your sister doesn't get it because she'll fuck it up. You know, your <laughs> Idiot, fucks stupid everything. sister. All right, all right, Jim, I'm only going to slap you three times this time, okay? <laughs> just three. So he uh, looks her up, and it's like, okay, I, I have a cool pretense to call her up because I have her paper. Uh, and he, he he's going to get on the phone, but uh-oh, Brenda's on the phone. They definitely, this palace should have two fucking lines. One upstairs, one downstairs. Absolutely. It's 1991. What are, we, what are we doing here? You have two teenage children that are the exact same age. Yes. Come on, Jim Walsh. And he, Jim even says like later in the episode, like, geez, what, do I got to get a second phone line around here? I'm like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and Obviously. Cindy says don't because they'll be in, they'll be in college before you know it. Oh, great point, Eric, uh, because Brandon does confirm here that he is a junior, yep. and he will be a junior again next year, so don't <laughs> worry about it. And the year after that, and the year after that. <laughs> like they, they, it's gonna, this season's going to end, there's going to be a big summer thing, and then they're going to come back and be juniors again. That's he, so fucking funny. And then some, But somehow David is a sophomore? Fucking figure that shit out. It's, but Brandon, it's a hush-hush thing, right? Like, he doesn't obviously fail the grade. No, 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 it's just, they just want to spend more time in high school, obviously. We're yeah. being held back. Wait, well, voluntarily spent more time in high school? I think that's well, no, illegal. I mean, the, the, no, the, 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 the studio at Fox was like, we don't want these kids to graduate kind of a thing. Right. I was going to say, does Brandon start uh, wearing the same exact thing every day like Bart Simpson? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, but uh, Brenda and Kelly, uh, no Donna in this episode. By the way... Credit only on IMDb, Gabrielle Carteris, Luke Perry, Brian Austin Green, D Douglas Emerson, Bullshit. and Tori Spelling. Credit yep. only for all of them. It's all insane, dude. I was like looking at that right as the episode was starting, and I was like, oh my god, this is a ghost town. And it it's is. Like, it if I want anyone dealing with a baby in addition to Brandon, we get Steve Sanders in this episode. Who better than Dylan? He's already exactly. sired a kid in France. <laughs> you, know, you know, maybe we could give Donna two credits for this episode. It's sad she's not in it, so it's a credit to her that she's not in it. <laughs> you know, uh, I think, uh, just throwing around here, spitballing in the old writer's room, but uh, you know who could play baby Joey is Donna. <laughs> Donna does a great baby voice. <laughs> they invent like the Gandalf shrinking and upscaling shit early just for that. And it's just a little Donna. Oh, that's terrifying. It was like a precursor to the dancing baby. Or, and or uh, <laughs> Little Man, the Wayans Brothers film. Right? That, oh, fuck. Yeah. Little Man, is that what the movie was? I little forget. Man. Little Man, yeah. Yes, okay. Um, so um, they're trying to do, this is something, a very 90s thing. We're trying to call into a radio show for a oh, contest. Yes. And we're just, we're fucking hounding, we're pounding the lines there. Five in a row. Anybody you ever name the last five uh, songs that they played. Anybody ever win a radio contest and or call in? 
I've never uh, done I, anything. Yeah, I, I, I called into radio stations quite a bit, actually. Uh, never won a goddamn thing. Though. Yeah, Ditto, I, I remember very specifically there was a Star Wars contest around, I think, the re-releases that I was fucking pounding the lines for. Oh, Z100, really? baby. Yeah, I don't remember what... I don't remember what it was. It might have been like a fucking collector's cup, but I still didn't win it. <laughs> There's the radio station near me has this contest every morning where they like do five like quick parodies of songs that are supposed to be like groups of people, like actors from New York, uh, uh, musical guests at uh, Coachella, like stuff like that. And there was one that so many people were not getting. It was taking so long for the contest to like finish <laughs> that I almost called in just to do it. <laughs> just to end it. I was so pissed off. It went off for like I'm, I was in the car for a while. It was like thirty minutes, and I was like, it, nobody could get it. Dude, you should have called in. And the first thing you say is, "The only reason I'm calling in is so we can end this segment and get back to the music." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we hear that all the time, buddy. Give me your answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a terrestrial radio station in 2020. What do you think I'm thinking right now? Taunting the radio station will only make this bit go longer. <laughs> your your very, answer, please. You're very smart. You're about to solve a, a radio puzzle. Let me guess, you've got a podcast. Yeah, big fucking surprise. You know what the biggest radio puzzle was? The film Frequency. <laughs> oh, is that with uh, Dennis Quaid? Yeah, yeah where he's talking. Uh, uh, it's Dennis Quaid, and is it also, I believe, the Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ yeah. in that movie? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Jim, Jim Caviezel? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Jim Christ. I was just Heard checking because if it was actually the Lord Christ, I'd be like, due for a rewatch. <laughs> no, and it's not Willem Dafoe either. <laughs> um, or Max von Scheidel. Oh, that's right. Um, but uh, so Kelly and Don, Kelly and Donna, Kelly and Brenda are trying to call in. Uh, it's a contest. If you name all five songs they play, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can get in. You'll get some sort of a prize. Uh, give me something stupid. Um, so, but they start teasing Brandon because he wants to call a girl. And they're like, who is it? Who is it? And no, but neither of them have heard of her. And uh, Chris, you've got something here. I don't want to take take it out of your mouth because it's, 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 it's your baby. It, it's really wild. Uh, my wife, Sophia, caught this. Uh, so they're talking about whether or not it's good for a guy to be cocky. Right. Uh, and Kelly's like, it's a little bit. And Brenda's like, no. And you can tell the, the way the shot goes is they go. One shot is Kelly and Brenda. And the other shot is just Brandon looking back between the two of them. Mm. And the motion is just him looking back and forth and back and forth. And then the final shot, when the, they stop doing this cocky talk, is him looking directly at the camera <laughs> with like a cocked eyebrow. Yes. It's, it's a Jim from the oh. office move. Dude, it's so incredible. I was so thankful that you pointed this out when I finally saw it. I had to rewind when I finished the episode. There's almost even like a brief nod. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. like right towards the camera. Oh my god, it's it great. I feel it's like he, it's like he's asking for them to call cut. Like lunch was supposed to be twelve minutes ago. Right, or like he's like nodding, like I'm good to go, or something <laughs> like that to like do the take. Wait, you're I, still here. You're still watching the episode. <laughs> Get out of here. See, I saw more of like I thought a subtitle was going to come up saying "women." Am I right? Yes, yeah, a little <laughs> bit of that. That's true. So he calls her up, and uh, Kelly and Brenda are hanging on his every word. You know, we're all we're young, you're, we're teens. You know, they're teasing him a bit. Brenda's getting way too close to her brother, which you know it's, it is what it is now. Uh, there was a great Kelly line here, where because uh, like it's a Latin paper, and she goes, "Oh, just tell her e pluribus unum," and Brandon's like, 
how did you know what that was? And it's kind of a, it's an actually like a perfect Kelly Taylor line and great Jenny Garth delivery because she's just like, it's on money. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yep, that all fits. That's kind of a good line. Uh, so she, he's talking to her. He's like, hey, so I have your paper here. I looked you up in the school directory. <laughs> and uh, I was wondering if you want to get dinner Friday night. Uh, oh, you're babysitting? Well, what about Saturday night? babysitting again and like kelly and brenda are like abort abort <laughs> no one needs to babysit that much and then he's like well if you don't want to and then he he hears that and instantly goes nuclear on her and he's like yep. well if you don't like me then don't make a bullshit about fucking babysitting <laughs> and she's and you don't hear her side of it and then he's like oh okay yeah friday would be great hey i totally super negged her into dating me awesome <laughs> She's having a lot of serious self-doubt, but that's no matter to me. <laughs> His uh, Negan stuff really works, guys. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's kind of it. Um, they He picks her up. Um, Brandon already driving again, by the way. Speaking of this being a cartoon that resets itself like Bart Simpson's clothes. True, but great, the car is gone. He has to borrow Cindy's. Dude, he's driving Cindy's fucking Ford Taurus wagon. This thing's hilarious. It's, uh, I guess this would be Dukakis, is my guess. Is this... <laughs> um, God damn it. Yeah, because the... they named the cars after all the Democratic losers, right? Mondale, Dukakis. Can't wait oh, for the look. new Clinton to come out. <laughs> Getting the gore ready. <laughs> A couple <of> years. <laughs> let's, let's unleash the carry, babe. The new <laughs> Nissan Gore. Go where you can't go. <laughs> um, so, uh, but he picks her up and like, you know, she's, uh, you know, kind of, we see her mother here. By the way, her mother, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two's what's her name here? Melinda O'Fee. She plays uh, the love interest's uh, mother in that in that film. Is real that mom, right? Um, real mom actress. This wow, momming yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, I think she she's the one that like uh, when they go to the party and like, uh, the, the, like the, the dad keeps coming down. She has to like kind of wrangle him back. If you oh yes, I do remember that actually. Yeah. Um. So uh, whatever, but like you know, she's kind of like, uh, you know, a little bit more responsive with her mother. She gets in a car and it's very much like, oh god, I can't wait. So glad to be out of that house. Well, that's kind of odd. <laughs> and they're listening to the radio. Kelly and Brenda get through. They win a contest, uh, which gives them two skydiving lessons, you guys. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Skydiving. Skydiving. Just just nothing going on in this episode. I'm sorry. It's like, it's, it's, there's, and that's the weird thing, too. We're not talking about Dylan. We're, like, all these little, like, threads that have been, like, going on are just absent of this episode yeah like where's kelly to be like yeah hey brenda how's uh dylan's dick the, doing <laughs> the biggest thing is brandon just got done being a fucking uh, getting caught in a dwi and he's driving throughout this fucking episode it's, it's yeah. dude lay off the pipe kevin i said that like three minutes ago <laughs> no i like the pipe <laughs> this guy so do i dude but damn but also no it, it's, it's very true though like it, it there needs to be one line of like yeah, I can only drive between six and eight, and then after that, I can't. Kind of we gotta go. We gotta go on a breakfast date. <laughs> oh, my ankle bracelet! I hope it doesn't bother you too much. 
if we go dancing, just to let you know, I have this ankle brace. Are, are, are we being followed? Oh, yeah, that's Frank. Uh, he's been following me for a while now after I got a little tipsy behind the wheel. <laughs> now, guys, my brain is mush now. Have we done skydiving on this show already, or that, was that another show? I know we had bungee jumping on Melrose. Place, it was bungee feel, jumping on Melrose. Yes. I, I feel like we talked about skydiving recently. Oh, you know what? No, that's right. I think that there is, isn't there a fantasy where Brenda skydives for a second? She was a race car driver. Race car yeah. driver. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, these dumbass fantasy sequences. Another one that happens in this episode. It's, what the fuck? It's a season one fucking bane of my existence. Is that uh, done when the season's over with? Yeah, we get the show gets sexier. It's 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 a better show when it starts to be the yeah. sexy high school show. Uh but so whatever. Um, you know, sh- they win this contest, they're gonna go skydiving, uh and like and, and uh, at the end of the date, you know, and, and she's making all these elliptical things about responsibility and yada yada yada, and she's like, "Oh yeah, there's a lot about me you don't know, Brandon." He's like, "Well, I can't wait to find out." And then at the end of the date, she's like, "I want you to meet somebody." She brings him inside, and there is her baby Joey sleeping on his stomach. By the way, which is not something you're supposed to do with a baby. Uh, as of 1992, they realize oh, that leads to SIDS. Uh, really? So do oh, not do this. that at home. I didn't know you uh, were so good with kids, Steve. <laughs> I, you know, there's a lot of kids in my family. I just I, that that I knew. I, I, I double checked it before I uh, started spouting off on uh, on on air. But yes, <laughs> you absolutely should not just be face down in kids. Well, I know that you're not supposed to do that with babies, but uh, dude, where where are you pulling the years of this legislation or whatever? <laughs> That's from whatever I uh, when I googled it. I was, like, I was like, you're not supposed to do that, right? And, and Google said, yes, you're right. Wow, so this was the last year for babies sleeping on their backs, huh? <laughs> Live it up, kids. Is that where the, the language face downing came from? I think so. <laughs> Well, I mean, it makes sense. You have this like really weak child that you know can't can't uh, control itself. Ah, put him face down there. He got it. <laughs> well, you know, if he if he makes it, he'll he'll be stronger for it. That's true. I mean, this is also Melissa trying to you know maybe let nature take its course here a little I re- bit. Well, yeah, <laughs> I remember all the great work done by Path Parents Against Face Downing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, "Whoa, it's your brother." It's like, "No, it's my son." Dun dun dun. Ad break. There uh, is a real fucking Young and the Restless-esque pause here <laughs> on Jason Priestley. And it's like, you know when soap operas cut to commercial after a revelation and like they spend seconds not saying anything and just staring at each other? Yes. Yep. That's what happens here. It's like, he's my son. Dun, dun, dun. And it's just Jason Priestley staring at this woman with his mouth open. Um... And I mean, look, that's kind of the the movement of the thing. He tells Brenda, and Brenda's like, "Well, oh my God, it's kind of crazy." She's, you know, you got this whole like situation going. I was like, "Yeah, I know. It's weird. Kind of doesn't matter because she's not a character." Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm gonna start skimming through some stuff because if that happens. Uh, Steve Sanders very uh, this is, helpful. Yes. Uh, he's got in the, the deets, hallway. The four one one. That's the next kind of the next big scene is Brandon and Steve. He's like leaning on Steve again. Like it's a, it's really unclear if Steve even or if Brandon even likes Steve, but he just Thank talks you. to him. So uh, Steve, in my notes, I just wrote, "Why are Brandon and Steve friends?" Dylan was busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here yeah, Donna but- was going to be around, so he went to Baja. <laughs> But yeah, Steve Sanders does this whole line of dialogue like, you know, like, what about the father's choice? They should have aborted that thing. 
<laughs> Most girls would take care of the baby. <laughs> yes. I mean, take care. What are you in the mafia? Just say, <laughs> you know, a lot of girls, I know some girls, you know, that would have a procedure, blah, blah, blah. Or like maybe give it up for adoption. Take care of it. <laughs> I've, I'm Steve Sanders and I've bullied scores of girls into having abortions. <laughs> you know, you know, Brandon, I could help take care of it now for you. Yeah, you can, that's I'll, what you want. I right. get free Melissa schedule right up. All, I've all done right. it before. All right, Brandon, I'll go. I'll talk to Luca Brazzi. I'll see what he can do. <laughs> Joey, no! <laughs> it's a baby getting into like a big <laughs> wheel. Baby starting the big wheel. <laughs> Joey Seltzer, no! You see him? He puts a big plastic key in the ignition. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a perfect ending to Baby's Day Out. <laughs> oh my wow. God. Dude, that's the Kevin. That is the start of Baby's Day Out too. You snuff out that first baby, and then it's a story about another baby. But you have to have the first baby get totally blown up in a car it's, explosion. It's not even about a baby. It's about a, a, a team hunting down fucking Joey Pants and Joe Montana because they are oh, clearly yeah. behind the hit. Or, Isn't Cynthia Nixon crooked in that movie too? No, she's just the uh, the nice nurse. Uh, but I thought the nurse wound up being crooked at the end of the movie. No, no, no. no, no. That's I've too bad. Never seen Baby's Day Out. I know it'll happen Maybe eventually. We will uh, get there some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. So yeah. I mean, he, and he, you know, he's just like, because Brandon's like is kind of torn about like I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yada yada yada. Steve is such an asshole, and he does <laughs> let everybody know, and he's like, yeah, the dad, uh, Frank <laughs> Seltzer, is the guy. <laughs> Frank Seltzer got this woman pregnant, and, you know, he's a really cool guy, and he's a senior also, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I got knocked up by Johnny Club Soda. <laughs> that is totally a thing where they were just looking around the writer's room and went, I don't know, Seltzer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, what? hey, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm at the deli. Uh, oh, oh, we need a character name? Oh, fuck. Uh, Dave Rubin. Oh, that's a person. Never mind. Uh, Frank Seltzer. Yeah, that works. Frank Seltzer. Oh, uh, I love it. I am uh oh yeah, that's when she got pregnant by Tony Hold the Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> she it's fucked so... Dan Hoagie too. <laughs> Dan oh, Hoagie. Dan Hoagie was getting his dick everywhere, man. <laughs> I do love it. But uh so then he goes to Steve and he's like, Steve, you know, you really put things in perspective for me. He's like, Well, thanks, Brandon. I'm glad I could help. He's like, Where are you going? Well, I'm going to go find Melissa and go on a fucking date with her. You scumbag. That's <laughs> kind of a great fuck you to Steve Sanders advice. And also, like, if I'm Steve, I'm like, well, this guy clearly hates my God. So I'm just going to, like, back off and I don't need to talk to this little terp- twerp again, you know? Absolutely. Uh, we do this, see that there, there is a this scene with Melissa and her friends around here as well, right? Yeah, it happens right after that. And this is a really weird thing. I mean, you, you notice it every once in a while on television shows, and they're doing it for whatever reason. Uh, but, like, it's a thing where the guest star, like, will venture off and get its own yes. scene for a second. And I'm sitting here, and it's like, so it's Melissa, and then these two girls that were her friends and everything. And it's a really awkward, like, they're being, you know, shitty to her with the baby, and it's all awkward and whatever. And I'm like, where is anyone? Like, shouldn't have Brandon interrupted this scene by now? And then you just realize, like, it's their whole, like, they have the whole scene. Yes, exactly. And I was like, backdoor pilot? Um, yeah, and she, yeah, basically, he <laughs> had the Melissa show. Um, <laughs> speak, actually, that's a good, good point. Uh, this actress, I'll uh, pull it up again. It is a Diane, oh, no, it's a Kristen Dottillo, was offered the role of Brenda, but turned it down. 
That's wow. got to that's got to stick gonna in sting. your craw. Yeah, it's it not her career did not pan out as well as uh, uh, Sharon Doherty's. I'll tell you that much. I would love a Melissa show just because then it would be like each week it'd be like, man, we can't do the show. I got to look after the baby. <laughs> the show's <laughs> She uh she was on like a season of Dexter, mm-hmm. uh you know she's kind of like you know done television here or there a, a series regular on the Chris Isaac show. Mm. What yeah. was that? It was on Showtime in the early aughts, dude. Nice. Well, that's probably like a like a Red Shoe Diary. Like we're getting a little sexy. It's it was him like playing himself, but he like lived like in a suburbia kind of thing or something. It was. I- I think Pretty they dumb. I think they buried it uh, just to make sure you didn't find it, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they had the Gary Shandling show, which was you know like a predecessor to the Larry Sanders show, and it, yes. and and I guess maybe they were trying to do that with Chris Isaac a little bit. Oh, yeah, not not the same situation there. Yeah, no. Uh, but it's basically like a friend's like, oh, how's Joey doing? And he's like, oh, it's fine. You should come by see him. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. So what are you guys doing later? We're going to the mall. You want to come? Well, I can't because of Joey. Yeah, we fucking figured. It's like, okay, then don't talk to me. I don't Dude, know. It's, like, it's fucking awful. They walk away, and Melissa overhears them being like, she should just transfer to Beverly. <laughs> Dude, that's where that <laughs> that's where trash goes. Yep. That, ex- that, oh. Hillbilly High Beverly High School, <laughs> I guess. I just don't get it. Wait, wait, was West Beverly? That's where Jim Belushi and the principal, he was the principal, right? <laughs> 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 He's yes. a principal, man. <laughs> a um, little boner for Miss. What was her name? Orozco. <laughs> there we go. Oh, you get a little boner <laughs> for Miss Orozco. It's an adult talking to a kid. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I did. I had a boner for Miss Orozco. You got me, Jim. Welcome to Beverly <laughs> High, next to West Beverly High. Here, everybody's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ain't, you're going to be. I'm going to goose you in the bathroom. Yeah, we don't have semesters. We got trimesters here at Beverly <laughs> oh High. Oh, my God. Yeah, you you're going to be skipping first period. <laughs> oh, oh yes. man. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, this weekend's going to be good. Um... <laughs> So they, uh, they 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 amount to nothing. By the way, their only credits are this episode. By the way, both of those women referred uh, to as Melissa's friend number one and Melissa's friend number two. Yikes! Um, I guess they uh, got murdered. <laughs> Brandon decides to take uh, uh, Melissa out on a date, uh, but she can't. Uh, her her parents are out of town or something like that, and she has to bring the kid. And she's like, "Can we go somewhere noisy that no one's going to mind us?" The baby's like, "I know a shithole." Yep, that's exactly what. Do you know a noisy restaurant? Read. Do you know a shithole we can go to? Brandon, do you know where I could possibly get tetanus from a hamburger? <laughs> well, I have just the place. It's just so happens I work there. I know how you kids like these burgers extra naily. <laughs> Thanks, Nat. Good old nail Nat. He makes the best nail burgers. Yeah, you see, the, the, the trick here is you put the ground beef with rust in it, and then you fold it over, <laughs> over again. Yeah, they found uh, Joey Tata walking around a construction site. They're like, hey, we got some network for you, Joe. You want to hop in the truck? <laughs> it's like three lines and you're talking to a baby. Oh, I'll do that. I could do that. He jumps on the back of a flatbed <laughs> truck and just goes, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Fucking man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just like hanging out at the peach pit. Uh, your classic haunted 
50s song is playing. Dude, so th- we have two extra alerts here Ooh, in, this. in this scene. So one is, so we have the exterior of the peach pit. I love the cheap, cutesy painted sign of this restaurant, by the way. Uh, I hope it never changes. It probably does. I, w- I want to open the peach pit in Los Angeles. That's, that's maybe our retirement move. We yeah, yeah, we could do like a peach pit pop-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. And then you do a peach pit pop-up podcast from the pop-up. I like it. Uh, so we, when we go into the restaurant, there's a couple sort of like, I guess maybe they're being seated or something. And the guy has like this really long face, high cheekbones, slick back, black hair. He looks like a fucking European assassin. <laughs> okay. It's incredible. <laughs> and then that. did you catch the, there's a couple, there's like two women sitting behind, uh, Brandon and Joey and Melissa, like they're sitting at the, the counter and these two women are sitting at a table behind them. And there's this old lady. Every time they cut so that, like, the camera is facing this woman, she does the same exact reaction of, like, she's pretending to look at and being like, oh, what a cute baby. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> this, she, this extra does it, like, four times the exact same motion. It's fucking it's Maybe so her gold. mind is spaghetti. <laughs> My favorite oh, thing baby. is... Oh, a baby. Oh, My a baby. My favorite thing is Nat. Who like and I can't really blame him because almost everybody in this episode for some reason has this reaction. But he finds out that this this young woman has a baby, and it's like he for the first time he's finding out that Santa Claus doesn't exist. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's been happening. It's been happening for a while now, guys. He he's like shocked, like insanely <laughs> shocked, and it's sort of like a, a begrudgingly "Where's the world going?" type of look, yeah, real absolutely. quick. Well, it's also because he thinks that it's Brandon's kid. <laughs> it's also, it could be, it's none of your fucking business, Nat. Make me a yep. fucking, make me a also, goddamn patty melt. You know, maybe you <laughs> don't go to dinner at work and be served by your boss. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point. Cause like, it, that's, you know what, honestly, like, that's what fucking McDonald's is for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you ever have to eat inside a McDonald's, God help you. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's where the screaming children go. You know what I mean? That's where yeah. you take kids and babies. Sure, and just shit. throw that baby in the ball pit and see if it <laughs> fucking sinks or swims. Yeah. Oh. That's uh, got a real Steve Sanders on our hands here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go make a man or a woman out of you. Here. <laughs> Uh, by the way, that baby was played by no less than four children. Uh, two sets of twins, it seems like. Nice. Is, well, can I ask you what they're up to today? Oh, that's a good question. I'll, I'll look them all Were up. they on the Chris Isaac show? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is all one and done. Prediction nothing. Yeah, one and done. Come on, One and guys. done for Kelsey Clark Fuck. and Brianna Clark. Now let's see what Daniel Van Duzer and William Van Duzer are up to. <laughs> These that sounds like the name of the twins that played Baby Oscar in Ghostbusters 2. Uh, they are not. They wish they had that money. Yeah, they're oh, not, nothing. nothing. One and done on everybody. Fucking lazy babies, man. <laughs> of the what San Dimas Van they... Duzers? <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing today, you think? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, anything, I imagine. Any any job, yeah. I don't know. Um, you think they're still babies? Yes, definitely do think there's something. Okay, so a uh, mini bio on IMDb. William Thank Van Duzer is an actor from Beverly Hills, then 0210, oh. 1990. Trivia, twin brother of Daniel Van Duzer. Nice. <laughs> uh, let me look up Daniel Van Duzer's mini bio. Really quick. It'd be cool if it just randomly listed like, their spouse and shit. Okay, uh, Daniel else. Van Duzer is an actor known from Beverly Hills, then 1990. Uh, twin, trivia, twin mm. brother of William Van Duzer. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, this scene kind of comes to nothing. Nat is just like, I'm a baby and my, and my blah, blah, blah. And she kind of talks about her, the, the 
difficult decision of like not letting society tell her what's going to happen with the baby. It's kind of this weird thing like where it's 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 weird because it's like it's rebellious to not have the abortion question mark. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? You know. Yeah, it's also weird because this is the very this is the most casual I've ever heard this tossed out ever in any sort of media is Brandon is like you know what I mean? Why didn't you have an abortion? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> You're like, Jesus Christ, man. How about just like a little tact? Also, I've, the kid is yeah. right there. I've known you for a day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't know, Brandon. Why didn't I have the abortion? Hey, so what TV shows do you like? Like, yep. how about, let's, let's fucking lighten it up a little bit. Um, I hope that's what he says to every like young woman he sees with a baby. <laughs> so uh, why did you have the abortion? <laughs> going on um, <laughs> she's talking about how she's got this she's excited because she's got a big harvard interview with harvard tomorrow it's her dream come true blah 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 the next day uh-oh she uh her her babysitter cancels on her so she, and her parents are out of town so she just dumps this kid at brandon walsh's house with no instruction by the way yeah, I mean, it's kind of a like Brandon just gets done telling Jim and Carol that he's dating a woman that has a kid, right? And the Carol's disgusted. Jim's like, "Well, they say something about like, oh, it's hard having a kid." And Jim's like, "It's hard enough for me now." Jesus Christ! <laughs> Her name's Carol, not Cindy. No, it's oh, so Carol. Po- so I'm sorry, Carol Potter is the name of the actress. Oh, right, gotcha. Cindy, Cindy Walsh, right? Cind- Cindy and Jim. Uh, but yeah, she just comes in and like you know, I've I've been privy to these baby emergencies before, like the babysitter yeah. canceled. You know, my mom would help out or you know whatever it is. But like, there's always some sort of like, you know, he just had his diaper yes. changed. Uh, oh, he needs to eat it this time. There's nothing. It's no, like no, good no. luck, motherfucker. There was the, there was a quick line that he gets his bottle at eleven. Oh, okay. So oh, there I was that. some extra instruction there. But, like, you don't know if this guy can change a fucking diaper, which he cannot. He absolutely cannot. And there's enough. Uh, first of all, first of all, first of all, I, I don't know how many of us am, uh, among this group have tried to change a diaper before. I have and failed horribly. Yeah, I have not. And not I an easy yeah. thing. You can't eyeball that. I have and have succeeded. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, whoopity dee. I didn't I bring it up. To. Look, Johnny Diaper over here. <laughs> If the opportunity comes up, I'm just going to take out the garden hose and spray them down. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. I think that's good. The, you got the baby in one hand, the hose handle in the other. The weirder thing is that, so Brendan's telling Jim and Cindy that he's dating a woman who has a, a young child. And the first, it's like the thing he says right before the fucking doorbell rings is, if I never see that kid again, it will be too soon. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, did, did the baby beat you up? What it's the a, fuck happened? Thank you, Chris. It's a weird line. If I ever see that kid again, it'll be too soon. What I'm going to kick that kid's ass. <laughs> what are you doing here, baby? <laughs> hey, baby. I thought I told you never to come back to the peach pit. <laughs> of all the gin joints in the world, the baby walked into mine. <laughs> it's, it's just he's at the peach pit. He's having a drink. And like the door, the little door jingle comes because somebody's walking in. It's like, <laughs> Nat. I'm not turning around. Is there a fucking baby behind me? Oh, quick shot of like the little feet, like just showing the feet with the little shoes. Oh, dude, I would love it. He fucking takes a long swig of whiskey and slams the glass down and still without turning around goes, what took you so long? <laughs> hey, Nat, here's 200 bucks for the damages. <laughs> what damages, Brandon? You'll see. Oh, Joey Seltzer. That's not an, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> 
Uh, You're gonna get what's yours, <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> uh, but no, none of that happens. Oh, nope. unfortunately. Uh, but uh, so yeah, like she just drops him off because th- this Harvard thing is so important to her. Blah blah blah. Oh, I do. I just I want to point out another clueless Brandon line. I'm I'm not trying to hold this up here too much. No, but good. she goes, Brandon, my babysitter canceled, and my Harvard interview is in a half an hour. And he goes, Oh man, what are you gonna do? <laughs> And he's got the baby there, dude. Like, dude, it's the baby, the fucking bassinet with all the supplies uh, in it. Okay, do you need me to drive you somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is. Fu- I mean, he could have just dr- driven her there and like ha- hung out in the car with the baby. Yeah. I just had that thought too, actually. Yeah, good call. Like, yeah, just you guys go to the park or something while she goes. You know. Her fucking deal with this Harvard interview is stupid as shit, too, because it's like she's stressing about it so much, and she goes and she thinks she didn't do well, but it turns out she's a fucking legacy. Like, dude, you yeah. can have an F and get in. Exactly. Yep. Look, looking at this house, you got to be just fine. Um, so uh, <laughs> she she storms off, uh, and then she, he's like, oh, Mom, could you help me raise this child? And she's like, I can't, Brandon. Bye. Adios. Um, so then Kelly, uh, but meanwhile, the, the the skydiving subplot is just not even worth the air. <laughs> that, <laughs> no, it's it's really not except for a fucking solid Jim Walsh line when they win the contest. Like they get Brenda calls in, they get all the songs right, and they start like you know cheering and screaming and stuff. And you just cut downstairs, and it's Jim Walsh going, "Did I hear screams?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what the dad in uh, in cold blood said. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, but like they they wind up going to these lessons. There's a cute uh, uh, Don. instructor named uh, Don. Hot Don. Hot, hot Don. Yeah. Oh, dude, fucking Ooh, Don is jacked, dude. You see this mm. guy? Mm. Don could have mm. been a candidate for Aquaman. Is Mother- <laughs> Motherfucker looks like Colossus. Yes, he's a tall drink yep. of water too. Um, we get a fan- like, we get a fantasy God. sequence with him as like a Captain America esque figure, or yeah. like she, they're like about to jump into Nazi occupied France with Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> it is so stupid, man! I cannot wait to be rid oh, of yeah. these things. Man, if the you Walsh find- twins, if the Walsh twins went to, to World War Two, I'm sorry, we'd be speaking German today. <laughs> <laughs> Words out of my mouth, Eric. <laughs> uh, it's 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 kind of great because like it's just like you know it, it just tells you what's wrong with this episode because never is it a thing where because like brenda's like ooh don and kelly's like ooh don and kelly never goes to brenda like you have a boyfriend back off you know what i mean like oh well, you're totally right i didn't even think about that never yeah. happens never comes up um they want so uh, kelly's picking up brenda to go skydiving and steve is showing up because they were going to watch the, the Laker game uh, at his house and hang huh. out, uh, but Brandon's got this baby, and they're like, "Oh, cute baby!" Blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Brandon's trying to get Brenda to stay, but she's got this, you know, her skydiving appointment. You guys, she just can't do it. Yeah, you can't and- break it, dude. I mean, she she's a person who keeps appointments. <laughs> to, to Steve's credit, he hangs out and helps with the baby a little bit, and he's got a cool sweater in this in this segment. He does. This is, we're trying to redeem Steve very slowly here. Right. Um, no, he does some nice stuff with the baby. He reads him the Turner Diaries. <laughs> oh. And that, my little son, is how you make a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Joey Seltzer. That's right. Joey Seltzer. 
Uh, yeah, oh, other, for, I, I, I love when a movie when a, a piece of media references a movie and then rips off all of its bits, which is yep. just sort of like, oh, we should rent two, three men and a baby. That shows you how to change a diaper. And then they're like, oh, we can't do it. Now we're just those guys doing that thing. Yeah, we turned into the guys. Which one of you is the goot? <laughs> I think Steve's. I think Steve's the goot. Yeah, I think Steve Sanders is the goot. Also, that's totally right. No, well, there's no third person, so I guess the other person has to be a combo of Ted Danson and uh, what's his Jim, face? Well, Jim Walsh could be Ted Danson because he's not th- fucking there. Oh, they also got they got similar chest hair too. Or, yes, or the indeed. third person's the ghost from the legendary apartment. Oh, that's right. a good point. I do love Steve Sanders on the phone with the video store looking for a copy of Three Men and a Baby, and it was like two things like real nostalgia busters right here. One. Remember just like, oh, like coming over to watch the game. Like what a quaint thing that is being able to watch live sports. And then also like, yeah, calling the video store. Definitely did this all the time. Just oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, you you got fucking Terminator 2 in or what? Like, I don't want to go <laughs> down there. I got my parents to drive me. And Terminator 2 is not on the shelf. You feel oh, me, video store? Really? I, I've never called a, I a never rental have store. Either. I, really? I, it was always just a wild card. I'll go in there. I'll find something. I was, oh, there's I a lot of times I was looking for particular movies that they didn't have new even you know even sometimes they're out of new releases but yeah. then i would be like i will find something else in this mecca of culture i re- see you you guys had it right because i would just uh, we would go to multiple video stores sometimes looking for movies i would call i remember i would call quite a bit not not all the time but like for new releases and stuff uh, that i really wanted i remember very specifically i was at, at my dad's house uh and uh, we were, it was like a Wednesday night, and uh, I think Ninja Turtles 4, the video game, or Turtles in Time, the video game, was out, and I uh-huh. wanted to rent it. And I kept calling Blockbuster because the guy was like, yeah, it's due back any minute. And I because I, I wanted to get, the, like, <laughs> when he dropped me off at, at night, I wanted to be able to take a, take a, and he was like, ah, it's you again, huh? Yeah, no, Ninja Turtles, still not here, buddy. <laughs> well, then don't tell a kid that yes. it's going to be back any minute. Exactly. I remember, I called, I called like 40 fucking times. It was ridiculous. Um, kid, it's a turn of phrase. What the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> See where I'm working? The fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> the bell rings as he, uh, in Blockbuster. Is that that fucking kid? Who's looking for Ninja Turtles? Yeah, the one with the orange tape. Yeah, it's in. Come and get it, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, when it's here, I'm going to fucking break it. How about that? (laughs) Then nobody gets to play it. Uh, You know, whatever. A lot of comical baby business. You know, this is just all as rote as anything could be. Yeah, We don't know how to fucking... We put, like, four diapers on the kid. The kid sprays Brandon with some fucking disgusting food. And also, I love it. I, and you know, credit to Steve Sanders. He's he, he's there, but then it's like, oh, hey, Brandon, the game's on. He's like, oh no, the cable's out. And Steve's like, bye. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, Steve Sanders kind of well within your right here. Fair point. You you came over for this. You can't do it. He's like, oh, we'll just watch it by. I was like, well, I can't leave the baby. He's like, well, all right, well, I mean, see you later, dude. Yeah, not helping your friends and being a piece of shit is in line with everything else Steve Sanders has <laughs> presented so far. Hey, he helped out, man. He didn't fucking sign on for babysitting. He, he did. He taped seven of those fucking diapers around the baby. You're right. <laughs> um, so Melissa comes back, and she's in a mood because 
the thing went terrible. The the guy at Harvard was a conservative jerk question mark who is against babies in general. <laughs> I uh, think it's the idea be... of like you you're yes. gonna do Harvard dirty by coming here with your baby and then you're gonna fail out. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to handle the workload because Harvard is so tough. They it's keep very, saying it's very important, Eric, to it's be not. at Harvard. It's, God, uh, all those Ivy League man. Fuck. Where, where it's else? Phony. Where else are you gonna properly learn to drink blood? <laughs> exactly. I mean, maybe that's the whole thing. Like, she, like her, her, her parents are always gone because they're doing like devil ceremonies, and they're like, sure, "No, right. you must get into skull and bones." <laughs> I mean, how else am I going to be a fucking co-host on Weekend Update and be the head writer on Saturday Night Live if I haven't gone to Harvard? <laughs> it's a really yeah, exactly. good point, Melissa. Melissa, our little grandbaby might be sacrificed this year. <laughs> Do you believe it? Do you be- little Joey could be the one that brings back the Antichrist? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they made her keep the baby. Mm, makes sense you know for blood for Malak. oh for sacrifice yes, purposes of course yeah for malachi throne dude <laughs> yeah i think this is why bush became president is they killed joey seltzer on a fucking altar <laughs> oh my god all yeah. right we're gonna get we're gonna get that little joey seltzer that's Crack right his skull open that's right bar i'm the high priest of satan <laughs> poppy can i kill a baby not yet junior told you you gotta wait for the weekend now we're going out to the. We're going out to Maine. We're going out to Kennebunkport. Gonna kill a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so like she kind of like r- storms off, and Brandon's like, "Oh no!" Um, <laughs> the next day, he like uh, he wants to make things right with her. Uh, oh, by the way, Brenda's like, "Oh, th- Brendan Kelly do." Sk- oh, actually, he goes to make things right with her. Brendan Kelly do skydive. It's a fun scene, I suppose. Also, uh. Not uh, as a man that's as a, as a man that's as a youth uh, who spent a lot of time in skydiving academies. You do ranches. Not, we call them ranches. We do call them on. ranches. But uh, you never skydived, right? I, I never have. But you, your first skydive never is just you just jumping out of a plane. You've got someone strapped to your back. Oh, no, but course. here's the thing that's fucking weird though, because like maybe they were getting to tandem things. Maybe not. You're probably right. But also, what's weird. And no one really acknowledges what happens here, but the two of them literally fall out of the plane. <laughs> well, they're horsing they're, around. They're, yeah, they're horsing off right at the fucking... And I was like, Don, you can't let these people just walk up to the plane door like that and gaze out at the ground, dude. <laughs> F plus for Don's <laughs> skydiving again. Two 17-year-old girls. Shit. Yeah. I would never do it. I would never do it. The only way I'm going to jump out of a plane if I was like shot by Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> it was you! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I never would either, dude. I got better ways to fucking end it all. Yeah, exactly. I've always been curious, obviously, just because of the uh, the rush. Know, the it's rush. in your blood. It dude. is in your my blood, actually. Um, but I do think it is just funny. Like, a, I don't even know if seventeen-year-old girls can skydive. B, Don's just like, all right, girls, see you at the bottom. It's like, dude, this place is gonna <laughs> close. That's a good point. You'd think they'd need like at least a permission slip of some. I don't know. Like, the parents would have to be involved. Well, they the radio drink. station should have been like, oh wait, you're how old? Yeah, you can't do no. this. Here's a T-shirt. Nope, nope. Uh, nope. Uh, this is done here, and I'm telling you, all you have to do is watch a video and fall on a mat, and you're ready to go. <laughs> That's uh, all it is. That's his wa- whole fucking school. What a scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you get him hooked up via the radio, and then eventually some cash will come my way. <laughs> so, Looks so like a the couple... spiders caught himself a couple of flies. <laughs> so a couple of teenage girls died for old Donnie to get his riches. Who cares? Uh, whatever. So um, Brandon goes back to Melissa, and Melissa's like, can we just go for a drive? 
and, and they do and like it's just sort of like they're just going on a drive and she's like saying like wouldn't it be something if we like never went back and he's like what do you mean like he just Dude, doesn't get it she is ever so carefully dialing up the crazy right here yes she's like hey brandon you ever find yourself driving down the street and you just think about jerking the wheel <laughs> into the next turn you see like that one right there do it brandon take that turn it's great um, but Wouldn't it be so fucking sexy if I abandoned my baby? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for a minute, sure. there is kind of sexy. They make it kind of sexy there for a moment. Well, dude, because Kevin, like, she, she kind of like moves over while he's driving down the road and whatnot. And I was like, "Say," <laughs> and he goes, "He goes, but I'm driving." And she goes, "Then pull over." I mean, and that's, I was like, "Whoa, okay. dude, that's the thing." You know, this lady's down to clown. She's clown before, brother. <laughs> She's with clown. She's birthed clown. Um, she has indeed clowned before. <laughs> he drops her off, uh, and but she winds up coming back to his house because her parents are furious because she wound up. Uh, they had something to do that night, and she took too long. Yada yada yada. She's like ready to give up the baby, and like uh, she has a nice little scene with Cindy, where Cindy, of course, the world's greatest mother who ever fucking lived, <laughs> is just like, oh, you know, it's beautiful. You, you know, she's like, does it get harder? She's like, yes, but more rewarding as well. You get to see them achieve. They turn into weird little, you, one turns into a total fucking loser that you hate. The other one <laughs> is a little asshole that thinks he knows everything. It's going to be great for you. And you definitely have to have more than one kid eventually, so then you can tell one that the other is the favorite. And what you want to have is a connecting bathroom, so then... <laughs> We do get to see into that bathroom more today, and I enjoyed seeing that the shower even has, like, the arch. Like, there's a lot of arches in this house. I wish my bathroom was that big, man. I need, I need some yeah. room. Uh, but whatever. Uh, so she winds up not leaving the baby. Uh, the last scene is her and Brandon at at school back where the tree, and she's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to take some time off and, like, you know, kind of maybe finish over the next year and a half. He's like, what about Harvard? She's like, well... It'll be there when I'm ready. It's like because I'm rich and, you know, I'm a, I'm a legacy anyway. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, totally. Actually, I realized I totally forgot the word legacy entirely. And, uh, <laughs> as soon as I remembered that, I just stopped uh, sweating it all together. Yeah, while studying, I was reading the dictionary and I, <laughs> I got to the L's and, whoa, what do you know? I'm fine. Uh, and he's like, oh, wow. Uh, hey, so you want to get dinner on Friday? It's like. You know, I think I just need to hang out with Joey for a while, which means get the fuck out of here, you weirdo. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's also like, dude, I, wa I was down to clown. You weren't. You missed your chance. Goodbye. It's also uh, the teleplay signing this character's fucking death certificate. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, and as we said, he's like, well, I get visitation rights. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll never see you again. What is the, what, what a is shitty joke? Like, what, like you're yes. not the father, and then you're making like a shitty like separation, divorce joke. Like, what is the root of that fucking joke? It's it's nasty, and also like, what is Frank Seltzer's deal? Does he have visitation rights? <laughs> hey, I tell you what, Brendan, you go right ahead, buddy. <laughs> you go ahead and visit that baby. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know what? You can call them little Joey Walsh for all I care. <laughs> he will never get to Seltzer Millions, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> My great-grandpappy learned how to carbonate water, and we're doing it to this day. We, uh, we beat Polar. 
We beat Canada dry, and we'll beat you, Brendan. Uh, but that's the end of this really stupid episode. Very light on content this week. Eric Siska, what are you feeling? How are you feeling this week? Any parting shots? I really dislike this episode, and I understand the urge to do like a, a, a cautionary tale slash abortion debate episode, but I feel like this was the wrong way to package it. And I hated uh, almost every moment of it, which is rare because this is usually the show that I'm more into on this whole Mel Rowe experience. But I'm still excited for next week because I got to get I got to look forward to something, folks. <laughs> well, you will. It's a slumber party episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, and Chris Cabin. Absolutely awful experience. Yeah. Wait for next week. <laughs> uh, Andrew Jupin. Yeah, this one was uh, not good. And, you know, it's a television show, so there's going to be plenty that are uh, terrible. But just like the way, you know, you go about this uh, show sometimes structurally is quite annoying. Because, like, I don't know, wouldn't it have been fun if, like, both Kelly and Brenda were really sweating it about this whole skydiving thing? And then, like, the rest of the gang was like, no, we'll go with you in support of that. And then other characters could be on the show. A, I'm referencing Dylan. Well, I think you, what, you're, what you're doing right now is kind of doing a, you know, what if Donna was there to give I them am. support? I am. Not, That's how fucking terrible this episode is. What if Donna was in it, says Andrew Jupin, and not the ghost of Aaron Spelling. By the way, I'm shocked Brenda actually went through with it. Yeah, it's a, you know I guess it's like it's showing you that she's got some devil may care in her possibly. That's, Again, they both accidentally <laughs> fell out of the plane. It doesn't count. But that's why Dylan would was not invited because he would know this was a fraud right out. Oh, what yeah. you just fallen on mats? <laughs> then you're supposed to jump out of a plane? That's bullshit, man. I don't know. Wow, Brad, my old girlfriend was murdered by that skydiving ranch. <laughs> Oh, my God. And it's Don, the exact same instructor she had. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kind of, yeah, I'm, my, my parting shot is uh, very similar to everybody else's. This episode is terrible. I think it's the worst <laughs> one we've done of Beverly Hills 90210 thus far, because it's just so far from anything I could give a shit about. No, no characters learn anything that I care about. It's just a, a lot of retail on uh, this character that just has a baby, and it's fine. You know, it is what it is. We're, we're going to get to some more fun stuff next week. A lot of fun stuff on both the main feed here and the Patreon feed. We just on Friday on Patreon dropped our Catsmentary, which is a syncable commentary for the movie 2019 film Cats. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, that is a fucking loaded commentary insofar as we are loaded. <laughs> um, but it's not a power hour, though. We're just no. drinking heavily. <laughs> In the early afternoon. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we have our No Country for Old Men episode out. We've got a Scooby-Doo animation damnation coming out. It's a great month on Patreon. Great month on the main feed as the summer blockbuster extravaganza continues tomorrow with The Mummy. Oh, man, the Steven Somers classic. It was a great episode, as I recall. And Had a lot of fun on it. And also, put your pitchforks down. A lot of recommendations at the end of that episode. Okay, everybody? We're all having fun here on the We Hate Movies feed. There you go. And it's okay to like a movie. And it, by the way, it's okay to have a baby. Wow. <laughs> it is very okay to have a baby. I do want to one more time uh, remind everybody that any and all merch proceeds will be going to charities uh, fighting for racial justice and ending police brutality, including the Black Lives Matter Global Network, 
and a ton of other things via an Act Blue link that splits them out between 10 or 11 different organizations. It's an awesome thing. So we will be doing that. And if you go to whmpodcast.com, that link, you can just go on that link and donate directly or get some really cool show merch, and it'll go there eventually anyway. So that's going to do it for today. We will see you on Tuesday for some fun uh, mummy stuff. We'll see you on Thursday for some Billy stuff. Uh, <laughs> I have been Steven Sadak. Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy and remain indoors. <laughs>